Chevy. On your marks, on your marks, get steady. Taking my time, it feels just like pity. Speaking my mind, it feels feel it on the levy. On the weekly court, this beats easy. Andrew connected the dots, and that's crazy. Show side, do flam dunks, so come and see me. City bread, you know that never be me. Take another look like VAR. You can listen to the Jedi, you see AR. The content must go far. You can live on the deep, cause you raise the bar. The show side's hard. Twitter, YouTube, don't get barred. Southside Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for hitting play. It is the Dulce Tones of Kobna back in the studio. Um, you know what? First of all, want to say I, I know how he's doing in it because I like to check in regardless. But I want to say, Lero, thank you for joining with me, man. How you feeling? Bro, these guys are going to be depressed, man. I swear, I'm depressed. Like, I'm looking for all sorts of other angles in life to make myself happy. These guys just come and rip me off. But how are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> you know what? Um, I was very angry yesterday. You know? Usually I'm very, um, I'm very uh, stoic when it comes to Tottenham losses. Yeah. But yesterday I was... I was pissed, man. I was I was very pissed. But in general, like I'm alright, man. I'm good. I've, I've had some time away, spent yeah. some quality time with the family, enjoyed myself. You know what? Back in twenty, was it twenty ten? Maybe I can't remember. Maybe it was twenty ten. Yes. But um, I'm actually I'm actually no, I don't think it was twenty ten. The season where. We beat Arsenal and Chelsea back-to-back. Beat Chelsea 2-1. I think we beat Arsenal 2-0, right? That season, I can't remember. But I was definitely out of the country, right? And that time was when we were beating all the small teams, but we didn't get anything against the big teams. So we were finishing like fifth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, rah. Maybe this is it. Maybe if I'm not in the country, (laughs) we bang them, bruv. And so I tried to start trying this theory out, right? Just paying attention to when yeah. I booked teams and seeing if any of the fixtures lined up. Yeah. And then the first time, not the first time, but that time when we came back from 1-0 down to beat Man City 3-1 yeah. at the lane. Bale scored, Defoe scored. Someone else scored. Bale, Defoe, Lennon maybe? I need to look that yeah, up. Yeah. Anyway, I got the country for that as well, right? Um, and then when we beat Chelsea at the bridge, yeah. 3-1. Delhi got two goals. Yeah. Out of the country. What? So when I see Man United come up here, I'm like, you know, they haven't been that great. Rebuilding and that. I listened to the pod. Now at the end of the pod, yeah, you and Andrew, you just got me gassed, man. You guys decided so positive. And usually you two are like really <laughs> bastards, bro. So I was like, I was like, oh. You know what? We might do a thing. Yeah. We didn't do a thing. No. We didn't do a thing. Listen. We didn't do a thing. We did it. We did. We did. Le- we did less than a thing. 
We didn't yeah. get our thing out. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, right. it was, it was embarrassing, right? It was embarrassing. Let's be honest, it was embarrassing. You know, on a quick side then, note, I like the yeah, way that yeah, you kind of covered your 007 tracks. But anyway, continue. <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah, come on. And then, and then, and then it's like, all right, cool. Bounce back against Newcastle. You know, when that, when that Guillermo's thing was going on about how he just had a son and all that kind of stuff, I knew they were going to win. Yeah. I, yeah. I just knew they were going to win. Of course he I was. I knew they were going to win. Of course they was. But, but, look, let's... Let's just get straight into it, man. Um, let's start with Man City, with Man United. Yep. We can talk about tactics. We can talk about lineup. We can talk about the surprises. To me, the most important thing in that game to dissect was the attitude. Yeah. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. Agreed. It was limp. It was lackluster. And I always say, I always say this, and like, you know, and you played football with Andrew before. I played, I played football with Andrew like fairly regularly, and I always say to him, I if I if I play a couple of passes and they go astray, I take a couple of shots and they're way off. The the very minimum requirement, minimal requirement for me, is to be aggressive, be aggressive in the way I press, give be aggressive in the way I tackle, in the way I defend. It's the way I get forward. Just be aggressive. People know I'm about. Yeah. Right? It's the it's the minimal requirement, bro. And there was none of that against United. None of it. Bro, Son, Son is... I think Son is 6-1. 6 or 6-1. Right? Yeah. There was a header in the middle of the park, bro, that led to the second goal. Yeah. And he basically got out jumps. Not even got out He didn't even bother trying to challenge Martinez, who's 5-9. Five nine the centre back, bro. He won that header and led to a goal. Now, yeah. look, a lot has been said about the way we play, our style, and we discussed this a lot on the pod, right? But that means nothing if you can't provide the minimum requirement as in the will to win. We didn't go on like we wanted to win that game. We didn't go on like we were confident of winning, that we had a chance. It was almost like a routine loss that we just accepted. And given our recent form, Mm-hmm. And our manager, yeah, and having two of the best strikers in the world, and having a world class goalkeeper, we went to Old Trafford and we played like we we're fighting relegation, but we were basically almost done. There was no hunger there, there was no pride, there was no professional pride there, yeah, at all. I don't think we played. I don't even agree with you on that. We played. We didn't play. We didn't play. We, did, we honestly didn't play. Totally agree with you on the attitude. Um, do you know what would really be nice? You know, I mean, if people care about Spurs the way I care about Spurs and love the club the way I love the club, they're hurting like I'm hurting. And as much as you want to hide it, they know that you're, you're hurting bad, right? So for me, it would be brilliant to see the build-up, the travel-up, you know, the warm-up, you know, the, the, how they spoke in the changing room, how the, the, the message was delivered, the formation was delivered, to see what happened between that and them going out onto the pitch. Because other than their kit, they left everything behind. Everything else behind. And for me, poor, it's not good enough. I don't expect Son to win headers in our box because he never wins headers in our box. It's almost like he just doesn't know how to defend. So... Yeah, 
you, you go to a Man United, you go there and you 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 respect the thing in it. Like it's Man United, even though I feel like we thought they was gonna be poor. We actually thought that we could play poor, but they would be poorer. And that clearly wasn't the case. I think they are clearly going through a rebuild, uh, a whatever you want to call it, man. They're, 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 they're clearly going through something whereby we're trying to see where they go next. But, and it was a new manager in place. Um, and look, a lot of money has been spent. Yeah. Right? So And they're playing at home. Typically, top six places are tough to go because you don't win, all, like you just don't win at other top six grounds, right? Like, uh, unless you're Newcastle, obviously. Um, but the top six, the top six don't like, they don't lose at home to each other. So, I wasn't expecting us to win at Old Trafford, right? But I wanted us to give a great account of ourselves. We lost 3-2 last year, or we were the better team, to a Cristiano Ronaldo hat-trick, right? Yeah. Now, we, I don't want to say... Did we win the season say, before? I'm sure we yes, went out there and won the yeah. season before, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 one season before. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, like, it's not, it's not impossible, but like, we're the better team, right? But that loss was easier to take because of the way we showed up. What stopped us from showing up in a similar way this time around? Don't know. Don't know. Nothing. Like, we can't, we can't talk about injuries. We can't talk, like, we can't talk about, we can't talk about injuries. We can't talk about... Um, lots of form. We can't talk about um, Kane not scoring. We can't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. None of these things were. None of these things were the case. It was just really disappointing to be in a situation where we just didn't turn up. We just felt like we didn't care. Like that should never happen. That should never ever happen in football. Like no. this is your. You are living out the dreams of millions and millions of people around the world. Billions, in fact. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying billions. Of course it is. Right? You're living out there dreams, bro. And you just, you went out there and you were just like, eh, whatever. We just we'll kind of saunter through, get out jumped by people who are like, like inches shorter than you, like <laughs> misplaced passes, blasting the ball into the air. That, it was horrible. Now, I don't want to get stuck on Man United. Yep. I mean, in case you got, unless you've got other things to add. No, I think you've covered it all. Uh, you said, how does it happen? No, these things shouldn't happen. I want to know how they happened, and that's why I said what I said. I, wanted to, I would love to see behind the scenes. But other than that, you know, and especially with a man like Conte as well, how do you come out there and not be ready, you know, at minimal to just take legs you know, to to get cards, to, you know, just to make it difficult for your opponent, I would never know. I completely agree, man. Like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, we're there and we're frustrated and we think to ourselves, you know, this is going really badly, can't go any worse, blah, blah. We'll, we'll be back at it. And I think it's also worth noting that in that game, Hugo Lloris was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Top draw. He was amazing. But... Like, I don't know about you, but it's like, in the past, when I've played in defence, I've played the better when, when my team's under pressure, right? Because then you get, you're alert all the time. So, yeah. you know, you're throwing in blocks, you're last-ditch challenges, it's all action. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the best teams, you can just kind of, like, chill, not do anything, and then when you're called upon to do something, you do it. Yeah. Right? That, that, that's that's kind of like it. You want to hope that you're not having to be involved, um, but you know, I mean, I feel like 
I feel that having a defence in a football team is a bit like having a gun in a war. It's good to have it, but you hope you don't need it. Yeah. Right? You yeah. hope you don't need it. Yeah. If you're, if, you, if you're in a situation where like, your defence is good, but you don't actually need them, that's life. Because it means you're not getting troubled. We had a battle war and our keyboard's having to save everything. Like, all over the gaff. Yeah. Right? It was basically like a one-off mixtape of just, <laughs> of just great saves. Right? So, we're like, okay, we need a response. Newcastle now. Line up. You know, fine. We start off. I thought we started off really well. I felt that Son wanted to leave his mark in the game. He took a couple of shots. You know, he can, he can be trusted from range. One of them was ill-advised, but you can see what he's trying to do. And then, whilst we were putting pressure on and dominating in terms of our, our possession, yeah. we weren't really making clear-cut, clear-cut chances. No. Then we had one where Son was threaded through beautifully by yep. Kane. He went for the dink. I mean, he was quite close to him, so I can kind of see why he lifted it over as opposed to like blasting it at his shins. Yeah. But it just wasn't enough on it. And then we blink. And with one ball over the top, our defence is at sixes and sevens. And Luis is running out. Super keeper style, AVB error. <laughs> um, <laughs> not chesting, not volleying, just... Just kneeing it. I don't know if you thought he was going to start doing some Nike freestyle um, ad. Why was he kneeing it, by the way? Did he knee why it? He, why I he thought kneeing? he chested it. No, no, no. Or bellied it. Or bellied it. No, no, no. He went to like... He, it looked like he came off the upper thigh. Okay. Upper, upper thigh. Cool. It's ridiculous. I must have been so um, angry that I saw it come off of Bruv, you just section. put your foot through that thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he doesn't do that. And the ball falls to Charlie Wilson. Now... Charlie Wilson is one of those guys who you hate when he doesn't play for your team, but you love him if he does. Yeah. hundred percent. Because when he's not playing against us, right, I'm like, yeah. he's, a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. But the way he was talking afterwards, yeah, in his post-match interview, I yeah. I couldn't listen to that. I couldn't. <laughs> hey, Lero, yeah? I couldn't. I'm not even, I'm not, Lero, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend, but I was pissed, bruv. I, I, he actually got me angry. <laughs> he actually got me angry. He actually got me angry. The way he was going on, like... Was he, like, on like, smoke? Uh, what, you he, mean... He, uh, bruv, he what? was on smoke, bruv. He was like... He was like, yeah, nah. you know, at the end of the day, he, got, he, he was like, at the end of the day, keep it going my way. They get protected too much. What? Ca- too what? Much, Callum was talking like that? Bruv! Ca- not even Charlie, yeah. Callum was talking like that, but he was like, he was like, real talk, he got in my way. Blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> this cocky bastard. It's what? cocky bastard. No. Do you know, you're pissed me even more, yeah? Is that that foul, yeah? Yeah. In the middle of the park, that gets given as a foul. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's not even a thing. No, you've got it's the, the thing. thing for me, right? Is this? Yes, Hugo was poor. Decision making was poor. But I think you've got to look at it like this, right? If you watch it back in slow mo, he was running towards the keeper. He saw the clash coming. He made himself small. Then he looked up and he saw uh, Lloris, and then he opened out his arms. Did you open out your arms to take, uh, you know, to cushion the blow? Or did you open out your arms to stop him advancing? You opened out your arms to stop him advancing. So, for me, it was a foul. But neither here nor there, it, you know, everything going on around him was poor. You know, like, 
Dyer, why was you not on the line? You just spoke about Callum's goal at um, the other end. You know, Son's chance at the other end, sorry. And Son dinked it. Who was on the line to make a defensive clearance? Who? Trippier. That's what you do when you see that your goalkeeper's getting beat and, you know, you sense danger. AB's always said it, you sense danger. You go and cover the line. My guy was on the penalty spot. I don't know what he was doing with his arms, but on the penalty spot. And, you know, it was a great finish. And, you know, it's 1-0. So for me, you know, the calamity just begun then. That's where it started. I just thought... Do you know what, yeah? It was the way, it was the lackadaisical way in which people kind of like reacted to that, yeah. right? So the mess goes down, your keeper's in sixes and sevens, one person's trying to appeal, like Dai's trying to appeal at the back. Lonley like pretty much jogs over to Callum Wilson, bro. Like, play to the whistle, bro. Clear that guy out. Clear him out. Clear him out, bro. Take a yellow. Take a yellow. Do it, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tactical Do it. Yellow. Clear him out, bruv. You're sitting around watching to see if you can chip him from however many yards into him. He's a professional footballer. Of course he can do that. Yeah, of course. Just of course. take him out, bruv. Right, just for take him out, bruv. Look, bruv, Lonley's watching him, yeah? Yeah. He jogs over. Like, Dyer's got his arm standing, in, you're right, on, like, on a penny, penalty spot, like waving yeah. his arms about. Get back, you dick! Yeah, 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 yeah. Touch the line, bruv. Get bro. back! Wave your arms on the line. Do, have, <laughs> you know, like, wave your arms on the line. Do something. Oh. I'm just watching, I'm thinking to myself, wow. So you might well just like chilling. Like, what? And then, after that, they get a little bit comfortable. We now know it's going to be tough because they're currently the best defence in the league. Yeah. So, we're like trying to pick up holes and stuff and to, and to see what happens next. What do we do from here? How do we push? And then, I mean, let's face it, like, a moment of brilliance. Um, nah, nah, nah. I mean, no, 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 no. Nah. Moment of brilliance. It is a moment of brilliance. It was. Nah. Do you know why? Nah, do you know why? Not, do you know why? Not, no, no. Um, don't get me wrong. We should. We definitely should have done better, right? Yeah. So let, I'll give you my perspective, and then you can talk, yeah. tell me yours, right? He took the ball, right? He yeah. took the ball, and he saw the open space, and he knew that he could get. He, could, he knew he could accelerate into space. He knew he could do that. Right? Yeah. And some players look at that and they, they, they pull it across, pull it back across goal, blah, blah. But if you look at it, like, his intention was always to shoot. So after he's taken them inside, right, to me, that burst of space, that burst of pace in that, in that area, instead of, like, going straight down and pull it back on the byline, kind of like, it's like, it's like a surprising move. It's a surprising move. I'm not saying that's where the genius is, but that part yeah. is surprising. Yeah, yeah. I 100% think the defence should have done better. First of all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all... Dyer doesn't even try to block. He just he just he just pointing, and he he caught the run from time. You see yeah. him on the replay. He caught the run run from time. He just he runs back. He doesn't try, he does, like if he gets back on the line, if he gets back on the line, that's clear. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, clear. Yeah. Because Lloris for some reason tried to dive across as opposed to using his legs, which I found was weird. But he's a goalkeeper. And he's a World Cup winning goalkeeper, so he knows something I don't. But I just yeah. felt like it was weird to go down like that. But Dyer doesn't even try to get back on the line to clear it. He just like he's just pointing. It's like. What? Yeah. Anyway, what, 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 how, how did you see that goal? Right. Question for you. Was uh, was Cesson on a yellow then? No, he wasn't, was he? Was he on no, a no, yellow one? Okay. He wasn't. So, all right. The goal kick was pants. We know it's pants. Like, we don't expect more. But, or anything better. 
but Sesh, you've got to foul him there or stick with him. You know, like, yes, he's bursting you, but you still got to be tracking he's with got, him. Yeah, yeah, he's got just, to dash the side. Just so he's got a feeling of you there. Uh, Longley, bro, this guy's on a beach at the moment. He was so flat-footed that you should know that that's where he, what he wants to do. He wants to burst, isn't it? Be ready to run with him. He's not running with him. So I'm like, okay, that's two things. The goalkeepers come out, and as you said, the dive was awkward. He didn't get down quick enough. So, and the angle was uh, um, a small angle. So you stand up and make yourself big. Didn't do that. Dyer, as you said, didn't cover the line. Rob, everybody was on, on, on spring break. And I, I just don't get it. Like, to me, his execution of that situation was great because, you know, we've seen it many a time. People in those situations overhit the ball, blast it over. Yes, he, he beat the men that he needed to beat. He muscled the men that he needed to muscle. And I did not expect him to score from that tight angle. So on that side of things, you have to give him his credit where credit's due. But really and truly, that should have never happened. You know, three stages before. So, yeah, that... That's why I was saying, nah, I don't agree, or yeah, it weren't um, genius. No, he done well, but it was lackadaisical, poor, unprofessional, I don't know, a county of a footballer, footballers. I just, do you know, the, the past two games, right, have played out like a team who isn't either, like, is no longer behind the manager or has got some kind of internal issues. Like, we just, we just feel, even when, even when Kane scored, right? When Kane scored, it was, like, our first shot of the half. Yeah. Right? And we scored. He ran back, not like he was fired up, like, yeah, let's do it, blah, blah. The way they all ran back, was almost like, like they didn't celebrate, but they ran back like it was a constellation. And I'm like, right, there's so much more to game to play. Yeah, it's not over. The body language, look, it's, it's, always, it's always hard when people do this. Like, they think to themselves, oh, you know, they're trying to go on like, a, like they're psychiatrists and psychologists and that. But mm. there's no denying that the body language felt like, ah, oh, kind of like throwing this one in the towel. This is a bit, it's a bit dead, isn't it? <laughs> I was, I was stunned, man. I was Brother. so, so stunned by like how... How nothing it was, man. There was just no, there was no fight, no bite, nothing. Okay, okay. I think, you know what? We we have to kind of put this into context and perspective, and I think we need to air it out. Now you're saying that it looks like they're not playing for the manager. Like between you and me, can we say that there is something seriously wrong now at this at this present moment in time? I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know if I'm convinced that I can say something seriously wrong or if it's like a blip. Because I've seen, look, we've seen great sides go through this before, man, but it's just the body language is... I don't know, man. We're not... I don't know if, I, I don't know if I'm... We're not a great pain, side. We're not a great side. I don't know, no, we're not. But I just no. feel like the pain, the pain of losing the way we did is what's got me feeling like this is bigger than it actually is. Do okay. might be another moment where we just tell each other to relax. No, no, no. There's, I, I wouldn't even take a Quabla relax right now. It's, it's not... <laughs> It's just not that time. Okay, so maybe I'm going to have to put it into oh, some perspective. Love no, 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 no. I'm going to have to. Do you know why? Because <laughs> I don't know there. what... Look, let's put the whole uh, third, you know, in a good position aside for a minute. Just one moment. 
we've not played one good 90-minute game, yeah? We're how many games in? How many, what's that, the uh, seventh league game, eighth league, league game? Tenth. Tenth. Mate, this is how I've X'd out two games because they were so poor, I didn't even want to keep them in mind on record. Ten league games and we haven't played one 90-minute game. We have had, we've lost a couple of players, okay, fine. But what you're telling me with different formations, different players, we can't put a good run of passes together and play at least a decent game of football. Defensively, um, Lloris, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm going to say it here and now. I love Lloris, but it's his time. I don't want to see what? him in this. It's his time. I, nah, I, you can say no. You can say that I'm be. Listen to me. A goalkeeper has to be consistent. We do not get consistency from Lloris. When when Lloris is consistent, or we get two or three good games, is because, as you said, you don't need to use the loaded gun. He hasn't had to because the team hasn't been that good. But when we need, we when we need him, he turns up at Man United. You, you don't so much need him, but he needed to make some saves. Didn't do it against. Um, against Newcastle, and then he might have a good game the next game. No, 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 no. A top goalkeeper has more good games than they have bad. Like, Luis has been brilliant for us, and I'm happy to have him as a backup. But he can no longer be... Nah, you're moving mad, bro. All right, then, cool. That's fine. You may not agree. You may not agree. Having Dyer... I, I would like to see... I will caveat that by saying I would like to I would like us to, to see us working on replacing him, right? Because if you look at some of the other like big clubs around the world, they will get a top young keeper and get him to fight it out. Like that, I always said before, like you know, you can check the tape on the pod. I said a while back that Onana is someone that I wanted, and if he was coming in and was playing everything other than league games, whatever, like like he's pretty much doing for Inter right now. That would be great for us. Yeah, I would yeah, love, yeah. I would have loved it. Good with the ball at his feet, you know, good shot stopper, all that kind of stuff. I would love that. But we have to. We didn't well, go from it. But we, he's, we, but Luis is talking about at a high level. He played at a high level against Man United. Did he play at a high level against Newcastle? And it wasn't even he didn't have a good game. He had an absolute howler. He's gone from the top of the game to the bottom of the game within a game. Like, you don't perform like you perform at Man United and then perform like you perform at, at um, White Hart Lane, Spurs, whatever you would have called it, against Newcastle. Like, and that balance, for me, or non-balance, I'm saying to you now, yeah, I'm spotted this early. Like, you know, we were talking about the decline. Like, it's going to start coming. And I reckon it's going to come more rapid than we, we actually thought. We thought, oh, we get another season or two out of him. I don't want another season or two. This is his last season for me. If we're going to start winning top things, we need a keeper that can kick. We can't win. Spurs will never, ever win anything with Dyer in our side. Like, straight, point blank, period. He can't pass. He can't defend. He looks good when we're, when we're on top of the ball. When we need him, he is never there. Yes, you can make a good tackle here, there and everywhere, now and again, you are a footballer, I expect that. But we cannot call him a top footballer or centre-back. He is not that. I'm not even going to wait for you to reply, so I'm going to move on. Longley. 
Mate, sometimes I think he's Ben Davis. I don't know the difference, bro. I honestly don't know the difference. I don't. I don't know the difference. Like, he's playing. I think it's Ben Davis. Oh, right, it's Longley. Yeah, uh, he's a... Uh, what is he? He's uh, alone, so we're not too worried about him. But people like Dyer, Ben Davis, even Sessin Young. Bruv, I'm not waiting for him to come good. He could go somewhere else and come good. I've had enough. Straight had enough of him. Like... Doherty, not good enough. I watched uh, a UEFA, no, a Europa League, sorry, semi-final, and I can't remember the team now. It was a, a, run, a replay of uh, last year's semi-final. And the quality that I'm seeing from these footballers, quality, concentration, and some of them might be a Ben Davis type player, but they just have more quality, you know? The mm. quality I was seeing, I'm saying to myself, we expect to get where in the Champions League with this team? No, 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 no. We will pick up, yeah. I'm guessing that we will start gelling. But we're a team where if we don't have more than three or four players firing, we're dead. Dyer was dead. Uh, Lloris was dead. Son was busy, but weren't clinical. Harry was probably one of the only people on it. Who else in the team? Skip done okay. He, wasn't, he, he, was, he wasn't that great either. Uh, right. So, that then uh, translates into a loss for me. Son, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's not been the same since last season. We know he's got quality, but he's inconsistent. And we know he's been inconsistent before, but when he's inconsistent before, you know, at least he still gives the team a hell of a lot. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not seeing that. Son's going missing, bro. He's actually going missing. Like, we are in a really, really weird place. From your top manager, we haven't had a, a full 90 minutes domination or playing good football. Uh, you, you collapse against uh, Man United, you collapse against Newcastle. Something seriously I, wrong. I don't, I don't think we even collapse against Man United or Newcastle. Because I thought, well, Newcastle, yeah, if you can say we collapsed there. But Man United, like, to collapse suggests that you had something like, going on. Oh, yeah, you, you started. Just, yeah. We just really didn't. We really no, no, didn't. no. There's, there's, I believe. I'm not saying oh they want the manager out or do, something is not right within the setup, you know. And it's not losing uh, the marine, you know. It's not because we've lost the marine. We've been playing like this from the beginning of the season. Something is not clicking. That they need to sort it out. Something is not gelling. They're not doing something right in training. Or we've just got to the, the, the stage where you're not getting no more out of Dyer, Davies and them kind of players. They've, they've peaked last season and that's it. Oh, well, no. Do you realise realize, yeah, that you're suggesting that these guys aren't good enough? Fine. It's not, it's not that they cover themselves in glory. But what I ask you now is that we're in a position where we have to ask ourselves, OK, they're not good enough. We need to replace... Not, we know they're not going to be replaced in January. We know that yeah. for a fact because yeah. it's just an expensive time to buy people. Yeah. Then it means that there's a, so we're looking at a summer overhaul, right? And he said, Conde said, he's going to, we're going to need like three transfer windows to address this, right? Yep. And I don't know if he, I don't know if he knows where he's coming into, but we're not we're a club who do who does business in January too tough. Like we just don't. Mm. A lot of people don't do it too tough. And I think being in the a World Cup, you will make it even more unlikely for things to happen, right? So, if that's the case now, we've got to ask ourselves, 
what are we going to do to keep this guy around? And should we be working to should we should we be thinking with that mentality? Because we can't like he's at Tottenham, bro. We're not gonna have a massive windfall of money where all the stuff is gonna change. Yeah, we're suffering from injuries at the moment, but not that bad. You know what I mean? It's not it's not it's not he, he said in his post-match interview, like, you know, we have to be lucky because if we get a couple of injuries, this is the kind of thing that happens. Yeah. I don't know if this we can be blamed on an injury crisis because we made the mistakes ourselves. We weren't outplayed. Yeah, yeah. We weren't outplayed, bro. We, like, even at United, like, we weren't outplayed. We were outfought. Like, they wanted it. We didn't. That's something that you can't solve with transfers. So what's the solution? Because we're not going to get a bunch of new players in January. It's not happening. No, no, so no, that no. That we, does that mean that we, we, we just charge these two, two years to the pro, these two seasons to the process and hope that we can get things crapping in the next year when we would have lost another year of Son and Kane? Does that make sense? Yeah, well, this is the thing, right? So, you know, I don't believe it takes big money to replace Dyer. I don't honestly believe that. I know it's... We've got that, it's Spurs. So it's obviously, if we want good players, we're going to have to pay big money for them because the way we profile players, there's centre-backs out there that can do a better job than Dyer, like straight. And there may be unknown quantities, but okay, so pretty much Romero was an unknown quantity to us in the Premiership, right? Mm-hmm. But they found Romero. Oh, yes, other people looked at him and he was quite high up on the list of other people. And that's why we ended up paying big money for him. Or big, not the largest, but big-ish money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I reckon there's, there's 40 million, 30 million centre-backs that we could bring in now that would definitely do a better job than my guy. Because I know everyone says I'm banging on about him, but I've refused to have him anymore. I, I refuse. And I, I swear to God, like... I support this club dearly. It, you know, like, everything in my life balances up. I'm a winner. You know, Spurs does not balance <laughs> up, bro. Like, it just... And it, it really just irks Lira, me. Lira, what you're saying is that Spurs don't suit you, bro. They don't. It don't fit. Saying, it just don't fit. Spurs don't fit. Like, it I, don't I'm, fit. I'm a winner in life. Yeah. Spurs are winning. They don't suit me. They don't, bro. And I've, I've fought it off for years. And, you know, like, I've bantered and I've argued. I've even fought. Like, I, you know, I'll be honest. Like, my cousin might have said something wrong to me and it weren't the right day and I jumped on him, man, and we was rolling. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, honestly. So, you know, I'll give everything for this club. So, for me, I'm getting to a stage where I, I was in another Spurs group, right? You're actually kidding me, bro. No, I'll be honest. I was in another Spurs group. I jumped him, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, so, he was talking back because he caught these hands, bro. That's what happened. Bro. We went down. We were rumbling. We were mo- Furniture was moving, bro. He tried when, it. <laughs> when you're about 16, 17, you know, like, and, uh, and you've lost the North London derby and someone starts chatting the most, bro, there's only so much you can take in it. Like, and then you just start swinging. So, you know, that was that. But I'm just saying that it really, and this is why I, Andrew asked a question last week about, uh, can you? Can we start believing? Will you dream? Will you? You know, we. Mm. I'm like no, no, because I know how much it hurts. I know how much repair I need to do to my system. That like, it's like over thirty years of repair I've got to do. Like no, like nah. We need to. You know, I think the question is, what are we going to do to fix this scenario? We in January, like we can't. Bring in loads of players in January, I know that. And I know we're going to have to kind of ride some of the players that we got, which is fine. But there should be a direct line to replace. Imagine this. We've got Dyer and then we've got Sanchez. Okay. 
Sanchez didn't actually really have the worst game yesterday. I think he was a bit nervy in parts, but he didn't have the worst game. He actually he defended was bad, though. No, but he was bad. Like, you know, with, he the ball, with, the, with the ball at his feet, he was bad. Mate, with the I'll ball see... at his feet, he, he was bad, bro. No, uh, okay then. So let's go back to this stage. So you've got Dyer, I mean, and then you've got um, you've got Sanchez. You're telling me that if we have to go with like Dyer's bad, and then we have to go to Sanchez, we need to sort out our centre backs, bro. Like straight, need to sort out our centre backs, a hundred percent. You know, you've got Rodon on loan. Don't want him back either. Don't actually care. We need to get good centre backs straight away. Like, why is the spine's not there? Like, honestly. So, you know, and I will start from the back going forward. I wouldn't even worry about. Uh, look, we need a chest. We need someone else that can play there because obviously you could quite clearly see Moore is getting older now. We haven't got, uh, and he never had the output anyway. And we've got this youth Kulicheski on the on the wing. He's not in the team, and it's like oh. Where Spurs are no longer Spurs without this one player. Like, honestly, no, no, no. I, I, we can't. I can't. I can't. They need to match my ambition now. I, I don't know what their <laughs> ambition is, but they need to match mine. Seriously, they, they've got me you know like. What? All I find. I, do you know what? I find. I find. What's, what I find frustrating is that we put ourselves in a position where. Like, things are either set up for success, but then we make decisions to hold ourselves back. There was no need for to tell us about a £150 million war chest. No. Nope. Nope. You didn't tell us that. No. Nope. We were ignorant, bruv. We were living life. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know. We didn't know. There was nothing to be said about this war chest. We didn't know anything about it. You, man, are the ones who told us that you had £150 million that we wanted to spend. All right, cool. Spend 150 mil then. You don't spend it. Or it's disguised in a way that makes it look like you didn't spend it. And if you're going to do that, yeah. then just don't tell us it's there. Because okay. now we're in a situation where we're playing with certain people. We've got a bunch of people on loan. We're playing with certain people who just don't seem like they're good enough. And we're like, right, but we had 150 million to spend. And I'm not saying it's, it is not 2010. We can't take 150 million and buy like seven players. No. no. But with 150 million, you can buy two very good players. Two yeah, very good players. Yeah, definitely. One, one very, very, one very good centre back. Yeah, one very good centre back. One very good wing back if you wanted. One very good centre midfield if you wanted. Whatever you, you, yeah. you contact, whatever you feel you need, innit? Yeah. Have a word of Paratici and say, this is what I need 150 mil, 75 mil on each player. I can do that. You didn't do that. So we either have a great manager who's doing great things, got the team together, and you don't back him. At the time he wants to be backed, and you actually spend no money, right? And you across like two transfer windows, and now you've got a manager that you say is the one that you want to back him. We all know that he does well, but he does well when he gets the players he needs, and we all know what happens when he doesn't get what he wants. He, he walks. That's what he's like. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. So you don't give him that either. So I've got to ask, like, what are you expecting to happen? Like, as a club, what are you expecting to happen in this situation? I can't even answer that. Because we've been here, how many how many times have we been here? How many times have I quit the pod? <laughs> look, look, for, for mental health reasons, how many times have I quit this pod? Oh man! And yeah. it's like I have to go away, reset myself, not focus on this team and focus on life because this team ain't doing it. And we've been here before. This is not the first time, the second time, or the third time. 
there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and uh, I'm not I'm not going on the leave you out thing and all the rest of it because obviously I think they masked this summer really well, but there's a lot of work to be done, and I'm not um, I'm not running from the fact, you know, I'm not hiding from the fact there is a lot of work to be done. It's got to be shrewd business, obviously. Uh, Paratici, them and they need to earn their call now. And I think we need to change the profile of player, like, not completely, but the profile of player that Spurs go for. Because other teams seem to go for these non-Spurs profile type players and they end up coming up gems. Like, we need to start taking a bit more risks on, you know, not the Sessignons, because they thought Sessignon was a sure thing. That's the truth, as a you. They thought it was a sure thing. With yeah, but, spurt- that's, but surely that's what you want, though, isn't it? Like you still want, like there's no. I'm, I'm not gonna pretend, bro. When Sessegnon became available after what he did it for them, whatever, and 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 the system that we seen that we're going to play, I was like, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good sign. I'm happy that we got that. We got that through the door, and it's taken a while for him to prove his worth. So it's like, like it's it's with the frustrating thing of signings it's just you just don't know man look at how people reacted to Bednarko and, and Kluseski but at the same time if we hadn't signed them we would not have finished fourth we wouldn't have finished fourth but I remember when, when Hoybier was coming like people were like this is exactly what we need combative can pass blah blah but then when he came he became one of the, divisive, the most divisive characters in the in the in the squad amongst the, the fan base but he always turns up he always turns up he gives you between a, a, a six and a seven like yeah. you, it's so easy to get it wrong he didn't play on, on Saturday and on Sunday and I can't say that he that's the reason why we lost but like the first game that he doesn't play in the wrong time we lose in that fashion it's like it's, I just I don't know man it's, it's, it's somewhere between it's, look signings are always going to play a massive role right but I think the attitude of the club in general is what needs to change man. you know and, what Amen. Amen. I was just about to say, it's definitely... It's the attitude, it's the, man. It's like, the we club. Think, we don't carry... The, as a club, we don't carry ourselves like winners. We don't carry ourselves like... We, we, we've got a very much that-will-do mentality. Like, But we want, we expect and want people to hang around. Like People talk about Harry Kane wanting him to stay around. Like, 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 like we owe him something. Like, we owe, Harry Kane doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't owe us anything. And if he wants to duck yeah. out, what can you really say? Because... Yes, I will always say that Harry Kane has not really turned up in finals the way he should have done. I understand that, right? But ultimately, outside of that, outside of that, he's been, been one of the bright spots. Of support. He's been he won the bright spots of playing supporting Tottenham for the yeah. past like you know, however many years, and he will yeah. go down as one of the, like the greatest player in our history, right? And it's been an absolute joy and play pleasure and honour to watch him to watch him play. But can you blame him if you want to go somewhere else? Because the attitude the attitude is different. Look, Thierry Henry, yeah? Thierry Henry yeah. played in how many how many finals? He played in yeah. numerous finals, but he never scored in a single one. He never scored in a single one, right? But his his yeah. his career is trophy laden. He's won everything that there was to win in the game, right? Yeah. Now I use him as an example because. He's always held such high esteem of like, you know, oh, you know, blah. If you look at other players who have won everything, they've scored in finals. They've done bits, yeah. right? Omri hasn't. Omri hasn't. But he can still look back on his career and not have regrets. Because when he was at Arsenal, they, they behaved, thought and built like winners. And then he went to, then he went to Barca and, you know, that, that, that speaks for itself, right? So, to me, I'm like, when we look at our club and we look at its identity, it's almost like, we're just happy to be involved, which, yep. Yep. to me, yep. I think is ridiculous because when you look at other clubs who have told themselves they've got a tradition of winning, they've got a tradition of moving forward, they've got a tradition of, of being successful, 
Like, Tottenham falls back on the tradition of like just playing nice football. All right, cool. If you're not going to win anything and you're also not going to play nice football, what the hell are we doing? Like, what's the identity? And on top of that, if you think about the way that people have spoken about... No, ex-footballers speak about... Or footballers speak about Spurs as a club. They always belittle us. You know, you heard Frank Lampard speak about Spurs. We're like a joke squad. Man United speak about Spurs. Oh, they're a joke. When you hear Henri speak about Spurs, it's like he don't take us serious. It's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're a great club. He does not take Spurs serious, especially in his day of playing. Well, they don't take Spurs serious. So if, not, if the league don't take us serious and we don't take ourselves serious, then who are we? What are we? The laughing stock, right? So, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't want it to be all doom and gloom, but, you know, because there are some highlights, you know, there are some people that are doing some bits for Spurs and I don't want it to be the same Modric situation, Bell situation, now it's a Harry Kane situation. We never rise to meet, you know, their expectations and then we lose them and then we've got to start rebuilding again and we haven't even won a trophy in between. Do you know what I mean? And that, for me... I can see that coming again and I'm just like, you know what? I don't think I can live through it. I, I honestly don't. You know? This has been this this has been a miserable podcast, bro. No, no. I, I, really, I really I really I really thought, yeah. I really <laughs> I really thought I'd be able to give that kind of positive perspective no, 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 on this. No, 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 It's not that. <laughs> You can't make apple juice out of lemons. Yeah, you know right, bro. You know, so real, you know, real, real. But we give it that. Look, Hoybier's a good. You know, Hoybier's good. Benton cause good. Uh, skip returning. That's a positive. Uh, is there any more positives? Do you know what I? I'm really looking forward to see what we can do in Champions League on Wednesday. I, I really hope, I really hope that we can put right the first, first of all, like losing to them in the first place um, and take a massive step towards qualification. Um, and I will say this. Now let's, let's talk about it before we wrap it up. I don't think that Conte's will he, won't he contract situation is helpful at all. Like I'm not one for yeah. like he's a he's a he's a grown man. He should do what's best for his family, like a hundred percent. Like that's there's yeah. no doubt about that. But I also feel like, bro, if you want to stay, tell people you're gonna stay, right? If you're not gonna stay, tell the tell whoever you need to tell that you're not staying, and let people move on and make plans, right? Because. Kane's not going to be signing the contract, right? Whilst yeah. it's happening, so you've got your you've got your you've got your best player being offered a contract. He's not signing it. You've got a world class coach not committing his future to the team, like in the club. It's just, it's just not a good place to be. The no. energy's not right. The energy's no, not right. That. I hear that, but it's not one of the things that jumped to my, to the forefront when I think about Spurs and the situation. I don't think you know what if Conte signs it's going to change everything immediately. If Kane size, it's going to change things immediately. I'm not saying it won't have, give us a positive energy or more positive energy, but I, I just, you know, it's just not one of the things that just jumped to mind. You know, like, oh yeah, we need them to sign this wise 
you know, we're going to continue this rot. In the long term, yeah, I think it's definitely, we definitely need it. Right now, it's not one of the things I can look at. Like, let's just do the basics well. Let's defend well. Let's pass well. Like, let's match other people's ambition and desire and drive, like the opposition. You know, let's match the opposition. And then let's show a bit of quality. And those are the things I worry about because I don't think the quality is there, do you know? So I hear where you're coming from with the, with the contracts, but I just can't kind of uh, put two and two together. You know, I think I think there's also like... Um, the thing about football is, and like most sports, it's like when you get to a certain level, it then becomes like the mental side is what makes the difference, mm-hmm. right? And the things that are going on in the club and the way people are feeling and the vibe and stuff can be enough to be the difference between a win and a loss. It's the same reason why when you, when you change a manager, even if you back the manager before, you get a new manager, suddenly there's a, there's a manager bounce. Look, yeah, Aston yeah, Villa yeah. getting banged left, right and centre, bro. Steven Gerrard leaves. Steve Bruce, bro. Steve Bruce, not known for his attacking football and his flair, yeah. comes in and you win 4-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that. You just get You get that bump and it happens. I feel like there's something there's something that could come from if if he's actually going like he wants to be there. I feel like the energy is different. No, 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 we all know know how different it is when we commit to something. When you say, "Yeah, this is my thing, and I'm going to do it," your energy towards it changes. It's inevitable. No, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. But then we could equally uh, we can look at many a manager that okay last season uh, Arteta signed a new contract. They got banged, 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 like, until the last game of the season. And they was did. That, you did. Know? They did. No, you're right, they did. But then they were put in a situation where they're like, all right, cool, this is clearly going to be the guy that they're yeah. sticking with. Yeah. And so and I'm going to be on. different. Yeah. And now they're pressing on. Yeah, like, yeah. It tied up, though, right? Run. It tied up because it was a... It was a, an amalgamation of things. It wasn't over a short period because... We're looking at it over a year, and yeah, we need that stability. But I don't believe that we're at the point where we could, you know, him signing is going to make that bigger change. I think they were at the, coming to the end of their process. Well, not the end of their process, but, you know, the part of their process where he truly makes his mark. And if he didn't make his mark, he'd be gone, right? And he's making his mm. mark now. But I think it's an amalgamation of the years and the players in and the system. Whereas Conte is still early within that process. Well... I don't know how much time he's going to take to achieve whichever level he's trying to be in that process. Mm-hmm. But, look, Arteta was given, like, four years to get to where he is now, right? Mm-hmm. He got time to weed out people he didn't want, blah, blah. Like, that's what he that's what he got to. Like, Conte will be given all the time in the world if he wants it. There's no doubt about that. He'll be given all the time in the world if he wants it. So he needs to ask himself, is this what he wants to do? And if that's the case, cool. Back it. And let's see, you know... Let's see how things progress. If not, that car, let's get someone else. Because all this talk okay. about project managers and blah, blah, this, that, and the other. I, I just want someone who's committed, man. I want someone who he feels pride in being at Tottenham and let that pride be infused like throughout the team. And we're just currently not getting that. There's no, no, not you're, getting you're, that. You're right. He, he, you're right. He, goes on like, he goes on like we're lucky to have him, right? And to a certain extent, he's right. But he shouldn't move like that. He shouldn't move no, like no, that no, because no, that, no. that trickles from the top down. That trickles from the top down. So you can't yeah. be moving like that. No, you no, no. Be. No, no, no. You've got, you got to make the players believe that, yeah, you know, as you said, yeah, you're lucky to have me. That's what people may say. But he makes them believe that, no, 
you know what, we're a good match together and I'm happy to have you guys. And yeah, this is where I want to be. And yeah, we're going to press on together and I can believe that we could do big things together. But part of me really feels that he knows that half of their players are clearly not good enough and he can't make them do more than they're doing. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Okay, let me ask you a question then. Yeah, yeah, go on. Do you feel, obviously, I know you haven't followed Conte that closely. You know, you followed him and you see that, that he's done well at other clubs, and but you haven't gone into the makings of how he feels within the club and, you know, how he presents himself in front of the club. Like, this is my team, my club, my, you know. Has he given you any signs that he's falling in love with Spurs? Oh, no. No, no, no. So the the passion that I've seen from him is what I see wherever he goes. Like, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. even a that's not even a thing, man. It's like it's who he is. It's, it's, his, it's his identity, all that kind of stuff. But it's not like it's not it's not exclusive to Spurs. No, not at all, man. Not at all. But I, I mean, I don't even have to believe it, man. I just need I just need you to want to try and convince me of that being the case. Yeah, yeah and it's just yeah, yeah. it's just never there, man. It's just never ever there. Well, I don't know what to say to you. All I know is I'm on a sabbatical after this. My bags no, you're not on sabbatical, bro. <laughs> My bags are packed. No, no, no. Because I tell you what, yeah? This is, the reason you're not on sabbatical, you're not, the reason you're on sabbatical is because we're going to win the league, bro. And you want to be part of that. Are you not listening to this smoke? This is... <laughs> we're going to win the fucking league, mate. Do you honestly believe that? <laughs> honestly we're believe that? Gonna we're going to oh, win the league. Man. And you're going to remember the conversation. You look back and be like, you know what? That guy was a bit. That guy was. I thought that guy was moving a bit wild. Turns out, turns out, you know what? He might well have done it. No, he might stayed well have in with me. Nah, I've stayed in my lane, mate. I know where we are, and that is battling for top four. If we get it, it's great. That's that's our lane. I'm not even. I'm not allowing myself to think or feel anything outside of that. And then you won't have, you know, like, we're lucky to say 10 years ago or 20 years ago, because I would have smashed up my house by now. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was in football. So, no, I'm not. No, I'm done. I'm Shut done. Hey, you're not done. You're not done. Strap in, mate. It's going to be a very bumpy ride. It's going to be a very bumpy ride. Um, you know what? It's been, it's been an emotional, it's been a emotional session here, a, a therapy session. Um, thank you, listeners, <laughs> because knowing that you're out there, Knowing that you're out there and some of you nodding to Lyra's nonsense. I know you get out of the 12th. Oh, yeah, Lyra's right. Lyra brings the gold. We love Lyra. That's all. F you lot. Um, <laughs> um, <That was> true. <laughs> but um, listen, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, it's been another session. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, give people the gift of the pot, of course, um, because even on their sad days, <laughs> even on their sad days, man. Even on sad days, man. <laughs> Sometimes if you can't jump together a collective as a collective and support each other, what do you have, man? What do you have? Lero, uh it's a good night from me, man. It is thank you and good night from me. <laughs> See you in a couple of weeks. Guys, remember you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Five stars only, because we only give you five star content, so don't you forget it. And smile, man, because you've only lost once at home. <laughs> the sun always shines on the south side. <laughs> Lero, brother, please run the outro. I can't be without you. Ooh, ooh, ooh.